Hey, Becca here. This month, April 2022, marks the seventh birthday of Little Z's. And to celebrate, we are going back to the archives. You see, this podcast, which we began in 2018, has a lot of episodes. And oftentimes, we have people leave reviews or send us emails and messages that they spend time binging all of the old podcasts. And if you've been around, you've probably listened to them all. But if you're new, you might have missed some of them. And so we're going to pull some of the top ones from the archives and share them with you. So over the next several weeks, you will be able to enjoy re-listening to or discovering some From the Archives podcasts. Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep Podcast. We here at Little Z's believe that getting sleep help should be easy. And I want you to know that this podcast is one very strong limb of that mission. The amount of people who tell us that they binge the podcast, they listen to it week after week to solve their child's sleep, it is incredible. And while this may seem like a very weird business model, because why would you put so much free content out there? There is a reason for this. I truly believe that this podcast reaches families in all different stages and different places and gives you what you need. But the reason we have our sleep courses is to give you the entire picture, a very easy step-by-step plan in one. So this podcast is an extension of our paid sleep courses, and a lot has changed. So we're stepping back into the archives over the next few weeks on this podcast. And some of the episodes that we are going to reshare they do share some dated information. I laugh because there is a review somewhere in the podcast reviews where someone says, "Um, not everybody can afford a sleep consultant. And that's exactly true. Not everyone can. In fact, the reason that I pivoted from one-on-ones to courses was because I was becoming way too high-priced that I was not serving my own self who I was when I needed help six and a half years ago. And so the entire reason that we pivoted to online courses was to make getting sleep help easy and affordable. And so, yeah, if you listen back into those early years, you'll likely hear me say things like book a discovery call or, um, you know, book a one-on-one package in my one-on-one clients. And it's true. Those packages began at $500 and stretched all the way to $1,000 for a two-week program. Now we offer our courses. For five years at Little Z's, we only ran one-on-ones. And over that five to seven year time, we have now completely changed into an only online course model. Actually, 2020 was the last year that I took one-on-one clients. We still had all of our courses going, but I still, you were still able to work with me one-on-one. But when 2020 hit, we changed our model and our concept and only went to serving our families with our online course programs with the option to add on one-on-one phone calls with my team. And so that's where we are here today. That's kind of a little quick snapshot of the history of Little Z's. And I'm sharing that because as we go and serve you um, episodes from the past, you may hear some dated information, like the prices of things. And I'm here to let you know that now in 2022, um, just always, or whenever you're listening to this, just always go to our website, littlezsleep.com for all the updated information. But there's one thing that has not changed. And that is, the story that really captures my raw emotions that um, you guys may not know this, but I never have a script for our, our videos or our podcast. I just sit down and I, I have a vague outline in my head and I just sit down and I know it exactly what I'm going to say. And the podcast that we are resharing today, this is one that I could never replicate what I said and how I said it as well as I did. And that's why I just want to reserve it to you. Today, I am going to share with you the episode where I tell you my breastfeeding journey story. 
And obviously, I'm not going to reiterate it here, but it is definitely one that while it may not have the most downloads, it is a podcast episode that we still get DMs, emails, and messages from um, from moms sharing how they they needed to hear that that they no longer felt alone or ashamed or afraid to talk about it. And so this is my story um, with my girls and my breastfeeding journey. This is going back into the archives to serve you this episode. Today, I'm sharing about becoming real with you because this is the most intimate I have ever been on this podcast. It's helpful that as I record this, I am by myself in a low lighting room with a candle and my water, no wine, my water. And I want to be able to share with you my journey of breastfeeding. In the early years when I used to do a quick 15-minute call with anybody who wanted to work with me, I would actually have several of those families ask if I nursed my children. And this would be at the end of our talk. Like I would be sharing with them how I could help them, what service I could provide for them. And I had a few of them come back and say, yeah, but did you nurse your child? And they had no idea what they were asking. They had no idea how that made me feel. And I would always share, my nursing journey has nothing to do with your child's ability to sleep. And I firmly believe that. But because I want to be transparent with you, I want to share with you why I did not breastfeed our girls. I certainly tried. So if we want to back up, gosh, oh my goodness, it's almost been five years. Um, She'll be five in September. So my oldest daughter, Ellie, will be five in September. And of course, as a first-time mom, like I just assumed this was going to be fine. Like I assumed we would nurse. It would be great. I even worked out how I could um, pump at work. I even found this like amazing Medela pump on clearance for whatever reason at Target. And I was so proud of it. And I was just all ready to go. But of course, that was before I even had a baby, right? We have all these grandiose ideas before the baby actually arrives. And as you can guess, I had to throw all those expectations out of the window. So from the beginning in the hospital, we had some latching issues, but that's pretty typical. I met with the lactation consultant there at the hospital. She gave me some pointers. She showed me how to latch, la di da di da I had a really just hard birth with her anyway, so I was more so focused on my pain and trying to overcome that. And then also let's throw in the fact that I have to nourish my baby. Obviously, you've been there. It's a lot. So we transitioned home. I had a lactation consultant who was a friend of mine. She came over to the house multiple times a week to show me, to guide me, to help me out. It was rough. It was awful. This, I believe, was also the exact same time I realized I have no idea what I'm doing here. I had no idea that my baby was exhausted. I, yes, kept Ellie up for hours on end because she, in my opinion, wasn't tired. Oh my gosh, I had a lot to learn. And this compounded with, of course, not sleeping at night, not being able to breastfeed very well, trying anything. And so About week three, my lactation consultant suggested that I start pumping just to see what I could get, if we could start to build some supply. So around that time, yes, I started pumping and she came over and took a look at what I had, which was hardly anything. Like I pumped all throughout the day and I got like maybe four to five ounces. I was exhausted. Um, 
I didn't really know what I was doing. I cried a lot. I was frustrated a lot. And it was week six of me trying to trying to breastfeed. I had stopped trying to pump because I hated it. I was trying to do anything. And I remember Chad said, why can't we try formula? And I thought, I don't know, but I don't think I'm supposed to. I just had this thing in my head because all of my friends around me were breastfeeding. They were all stay-at-home moms who breastfed their babies exclusively, no bottles. I didn't really have any other resources at the time to understand, like, what even type of formula would you use? What is that like? I guess I just wasn't Googling. I don't know. I was exhausted. I couldn't feed my baby. She was screaming. And at six weeks, thank goodness, Chad sat me down and was like, hey, we need to change something. I need to be able to help you. And this is, I believe, what we should do. And I was so grateful for that. So we switched at six weeks to formula. And it was the best thing I had ever done. I could have Chad feed her. She stopped screaming because apparently she was starving. She was absolutely ready to eat. Now we had to tackle the sleep part. And you know that story if you go back to the beginning of my podcast, but it was this foundation of she couldn't even eat. And that was hard. Um, I think I've blocked some of those thoughts and some of those things that happened. I just remember the screaming. I don't really remember how I was feeling. (laughs) Um, So from six weeks on, Ellie was always on formula and bottles. And yes, that was definitely helpful as I went back to work. And that's what was best for us. So I love hearing stories about moms who are exclusively breastfeeding or pumping exclusively, whatever you're doing, fed is best. And that's, I love that movement. And I love that statement. And I will always believe that that's true. So then came Hattie and I was definitely excited to try it again because I knew a little bit more. I definitely knew the sleep stuff. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do it this time. I am going to really dig in and I am going to breastfeed. I wanted to give it with Ellie. My goal was six months and we did it six weeks. With Hattie, my goal was also six months and I think we did it for six minutes. So when Hattie was born, we were also moving in three weeks after she was born to Virginia. So we're in the hospital and the lactation consultant comes to see me. I'll never forget this, but she asked me, okay, let's go ahead and show me how you're nursing baby so we can check out her latch. So I took off my nursing bra and I will never forget. She said, oh, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, that is not what you want to hear, right? Like you just had a baby. You're exposed everywhere. Like you don't care who sees you naked at this point because you just had a baby. But when your lactation consultant says, oh, <laughs> Okay. So apparently we didn't know this with my first, but I just don't basically have boobs to feed my baby. Okay. Chad edits this podcast. So I know he's going to be like, this is TMI, but come on guys. We're all moms here. We're real. Um, yeah, apparently I'm just not built for that. So she told me, okay, you are going to need the hospital grade pump and Remember how I told you you would maybe need to pump like two to three times a day? Yeah, you're going to need to pump after every single feed, which you know in newborn life is like every two hours. So here I am. She leaves me to go get some more materials. Here I am in the hospital room with no one in there except for me and my newborn baby. 
a hospital-grade pump that's large and in charge, and I am flipping out. Now, you guys have to understand that I'm a people pleaser. So for whatever reason, because of my crazy hormones and because of who I am, the only thing that was going through my mind at that point was how I was going to disappoint the lactation consultant because I'm not about to do that. Oh my gosh, like seriously. So my nurse came in who was the sweetest and I'm crying and she says, what's the matter? And I said, I can't do this and I can't disappoint her. (laughs) Again, crazy hormones. And I remember that sweet nurse sat beside me and said, oh my goodness, honey, you do not need to worry about what she thinks. I will be right back. And so she wheeled that hospital grade pump out of there and brought me bottles of Similac. And that that was that. That was my breastfeeding journey with Hattie. And I have to share all of this with you because I firmly believe that fed is best. And I'm so thankful that we live in 2019. And let me just be even more transparent by saying that I believe we have cultivated this audience here on Little Z's that also believes that, that you're not judging me right now because I was unable to breastfeed. I am grateful for all of the different journeys that you guys have taken. And I'm thankful that you're entrusting me with your child's sleep. So I really, really, really do not think that my breastfeeding journey or lack thereof has anything to do with your child's sleep. In fact, we are all moms on different journeys, and I am fully confident that we are here to support and lift each other up. And that's what I hope to do on this podcast. So while today's episode had nothing to do with sleep strategies, just sharing a personal story, I'm thankful that you're here with me. I'm thankful that you share these podcasts with your friends. I'm thankful for the ratings you review because it means the world. As a mom who five years ago thought that I couldn't do anything right, I didn't know how to get my baby to sleep. I didn't know how to feed my baby. I didn't know what to do. I cannot even imagine if I had told that version of myself five years ago where I would be right now. And I cannot thank you enough for being a part of this journey. Thank you guys for being here today. And if you could do me a quick favor, can you scroll down wherever you are listening in your podcast player? Could you leave us a rating and review? This actually just helps widen the reach of our podcast and really serves the mission of letting people know that you can make sleep a thing and getting sleep help can be easy. I am thrilled to share that Feedspot shared with us that this podcast, this little podcast, me sitting behind a mic um, basically every week, has now been ranked number three in global pediatric podcasts. And that is amazing. And I'm so grateful. I actually didn't even believe it. The email came in and I just kind of like archived it. So I was like, no, there's no way. And then our PR rep was like, you saw that, right? (laughs) And I honestly, I couldn't believe it. So thank you guys for being such faithful listeners. And I appreciate that. And if you have never left us a rating or review or a Google review, I would love to hear your story. You can see all the links in the show notes. And again, over the next couple of weeks, we will be reaching back into the archives to share some episodes that you might have missed. Sweet dreams. See you next time.